Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. How bad is it, Lee? How bad is it, Tara? For the Democrats, which makes me happy. How bad is it for the Democrats? It's really bad right now. Um, I've been I live stream my show every day on Facebook. Yeah. And they took it down this morning. Really? Yep. I put okay. the uh, screenshot up. You can't see it, but I can't since your video is blocked and can't be viewed um, by others. What have you done now, Tara? I, you know what I think? I think they don't want anybody. And I, it can't just be me. They don't want anybody talking about um, this immigrant thing, the, the, this this murder of this beautiful young woman. I, I think it's Georgia, really, yeah. really yeah. hurting them. But they got this other problem. And I think it triggered this. Dr. Phil went to the border. And he got a snoot full of reality, mm-hmm. unfiltered by the mainstream media, and he won't shut up about children being sex trafficked at the border. And what happened was he talked uh, to Brandon Judd, head of the Border Patrol, and was told flat out, we turn children over to our sex traffickers. I don't want to do it as the head of the Border Patrol Union, but I have to because that is the policy of the Biden administration. And Joe Rogan, you can hear in his voice the absolute horror. This is from the first, first Brandon Judd went on, I'm sorry, first doc, um, Dr. Phil went on The View and he told them. And then he went on Joe Rogan, the world's most downloaded podcast, and he told him. And then he went on Jesse Waters. So the Democrats are freaking out this morning. I wake up and now I'm down. I'm, my, my show yeah. is not streaming on Facebook. So people are, are contacting me. Hey, it's not, no, it's, I, it's not that I forgot or something's wrong. I, they won't let me. They won't let you see my show. And I think what's happened is the Democrats have panicked. They called their friends at the FBI, their friends at the FBI who do the censorship for them. And the Department of Homeland Security probably called Facebook, said it's got to all go down. We can't have this. Let me hear you. Let me play for you what they don't want you to hear, okay? This is Dr. Phil at the border. He's interviewing Brandon Judd, who's the head of the Border Patrol. These children that are coming in with someone that says i'm their mother aunt uncle or whatever we have no way of verifying that we do not we used to president under under president trump we had rapid dna testing that's been done away with are they given money these people that are released into the country so it's our taxpayers that ultimately facilitate the travel but yes travel is facilitated and they are given all the necessities that they need but that could be a trafficker there's a very good possibility that they're being trafficked, that they're going into the sex industry, or they're being forced into the sweatshops. And, and we know that. We're, we, we knowingly are spending our tax dollars to sell children into sex trafficking. How under any theory is that okay for us to be spending tax dollars to traffic children? Holy sh- you should see Reagan's face. Okay, so that's Joe Rogan that is yeah. commenting on this. Oh, okay. At the, well, no, that was Dr. Phil interviewed. In the beginning of it, I'm sorry, it's a little confusing. Dr. Phil interviewing Brandon Judd, 
at the border. Right, right. Who, yes. And the reaction at the end is Joe Rogan. And, okay. and you, from his you've podcast. Got to, yes, you got to see his face. He's just the horror of it. Now, people listening to this show, we've known this for yes, years. Yes, yes. We've, we've known this. Yeah, the, from the beginning. Yeah. Right, but other people don't know. Right. And I wanted to play for you what happens when other people find out and, and they see the full horror of what is the Biden administration. And I'm going to play the clips again as I go, and I'm going to put them in the podcast today they need to be shared with everyone so we can understand what they are doing at the border. But this is hitting the Democrats hard. Joe Biden suddenly was, was not planning to go to the border. Suddenly he is. He's pretending not to know that Trump was going to the border, too, on Thursday. Yeah. But uh, this is a local reporter in Brownville, Texas, okay? He, Biden made one other trip last year, otherwise hasn't ever been to the border. Yeah. And he's saying, listen, where Biden is going, he's going to make sure not to run into any migrants. This particular area has very little migrant traffic. Take a listen to this local reporter. And quite frankly, the the processing that happens at the Bridge of the Americas is commercial traffic. There there are not uh, facilities there to process individuals. And so, you know, maybe the tone of this will change uh, when he goes to the county facility. But but so far, I mean, this is this is very much a dog and pony show. But it doesn't get to the heart of the issue. And, And. yeah. The, yeah. The, I, I, the second I heard about this, I knew this what had to be happening. And they're going to go to where there is a regular, normal um, opportunity for uh, persons from outside this country to enter legally into the, the country mm-hmm. at, at Brownsville at, at that port of entry. That's what we're talking about here. OK, do it the legal way. Yes. Not at Eagle Pass, where President former President Trump is going to be appearing. You know, that, that's that's what the issue is, where you have these non-normal, non-legal ways of entering the country. That's what the issue is. So, of course, the president's going to do a little dog and pony show. It's going to be nothing but a, a photo op where he can show that, oh, it's the mean old Republicans and Donald Trump that are causing this whole problem. No, 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 it's not. And, in fact, I think it's very interesting, and, and I hate to keep bringing up this sad situation with this, this poor girl in, in Georgia that yeah. was murdered. Uh, and it's just sad that, that that's going to be the legacy and her family are having to go through this right now. And it's, it's being mentioned. But this is this is what the issue is. But what what happened to that poor family is a direct result of these policies. And I think it's very interesting, the timeline they show of when this guy in Athens showed up uh, when he showed up and crossed the border illegally. This is exactly within the timeline of what the Biden administration has been doing all along. So this can't possibly in any circumstances, be blamed on Donald Trump or Republicans. This is laid no. squarely at the feet of President Biden, Alejandro Mayorkas, the, de- uh, the director of the uh, Department of Homeland Security, and all the Democrat policies, all of this right here. This is the result. Her death is the result of your policies. Period. End of story. Put a bow on it. It's done. And same for now, Dr. Phil won't shut up. And this is why they're in a panic this morning. I think this is why Facebook is censored. I think people don't want Dr. Phil out there because it's 85,000 missing children who were turned over to people. According to the head of the Border Patrol Union, uh, Brandon Judd, they know we know these are sex traffickers. We know these are gang members. Our government turned them over. We had no choice. 85,000. In other words, it's policy. It's It's policy. policy. And remember what happened. To their credit, the New York Times reported that these children had vanished and were likely being sex trafficked or working in sweatshops or both. And that was in February of last year, right a year ago. And in March, the Biden administration discontinued the DNA testing, the one hope these kids had of not being abused. It's because now you can't tell their dad at the border with them from their pimp. 
They discontinued it after reading that story. That is the full horror of the Biden administration. And so Joe Rogan's finding out about it for the first time. He's horrified. You could see the horror on his face. And this is just spewed out there by Twitter this morning. It's everywhere. People are sharing it with their friends who are off Twitter. It's just the Democrats are in full panic mode. And you can see this. This is why uh, Joe is going to the border. This is how bad this is. Okay, Eric Adams, who is the mayor of New York, ran on New York remaining a sanctuary city. We should protect our immigrants, period. He tweeted during the race, yes, New York City will remain a sanctuary city. What is a sanctuary city? A sanctuary city does two things. It doesn't just protect illegal immigrants who have broken our law coming across our border. It goes a step further, and it protects them when they get arrested for other crimes What is supposed to happen according to the law of this country? They're supposed to be turned over to ICE, right? So when they make their bond, they're turned over to ICE, federal agency, and ICE holds them. So they can't go out and hurt any more people until their trial. And then if they serve their time, ICE picks them up. That's what a detainer is. And they they take them and they deport them so they can't hurt anyone. A sanctuary city blocks that process and mandates that federal law be broken and the illegal be released, okay? So Eric Adams, who ran on this yesterday, came out and demanded an end to sanctuary cities. <laughs> that is why that girl in Georgia is dead, yes. 100%, because the NYPD, they are a sanctuary city, let her go before ICE could put a detainer on him. Mm-hmm. That is why she is dead. And Eric Adams knows her blood's on his hands. He knows it. And they got a problem. So he's out there pushing sanctuary city law changes for when they commit crimes. If they commit crimes, maybe we should hold them. And the crowd cheers. These are liberal Democrats in New York. This is how bad it is that Eric Adams is having to distance himself from sanctuary city policies, even though New York was one of the original sanctuary cities. Take a listen. This is the mayor of New York, a Democrat. For those small numbers that are committing crimes, we need to modify the sanctuary city law. If you commit a felony, a violent act, we should be able to turn you over to ICE and have you deported. It is a right to live in this city, and you should be yeah, this is how hard this murder's hitting him. Mm-hmm. You know what happened? It was kind because of, there's been so many murders. I mean, every single day on Fox, there's a new dead dead family of a. a I mean, it's literally every day of somebody murdered by illegals, killed by an illegal drunk driver, yeah. killed by fentanyl. There's a family taken out in Georgia. Oh, it's every day. Yeah, it's every day. It's so the Democrats are acting like, oh, this is just this one time. Let's pretend this isn't happening. And again, they sent Democrat Katie Porter. She's a congressman out to pretend it was just one time and we should ignore it. Here's her on CNN. When a horrible tragedy like like this happens, I think the important thing to focus on is any one instance shouldn't shape our overall immigration policy. What your policy is, is utter lawlessness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, This is not a policy. This is law breaking. Stop breaking the law. And this won't happen. And Tom Homan explained this, Lee. Um, this is Barack Obama's former uh, immigration. Uh, he's the head of, uh, of um, Border Patrol under Obama. And then Trump inherited him. Here, here's him explaining this. We can fix the border. All Joe has to do is stop breaking federal law. Without the help of Congress, President Biden could fix the border tomorrow. He could put the Remain in Mexico program back in place. The highest courts in the land said it's legal. He can put the third, third safe country agreements back in. He can end catch and release. Matter of fact, he should end the catch and release because statute, federal statute says, as you know, when, it, when illegal alien enters the United States without proper documentation, the statute says 
they shall be detained. That's what the law would cause for. But he's ignoring the law. So he can fix Yeah, so statute is federal law. Yeah. That's federal. That's what the law calls for. If he just stops breaking the law, people don't have to die. No. So this is good. This is all really good for the first time somebody is getting vengeance. If Joe actually has to put his ice cream cone down and go to the border, this, this, this is hitting him hard. I, if I am locked down on Facebook this morning for playing this stuff, this is the first time this stream has been locked down. This is why you can't get it. I'm getting a lot of emails complained this morning. They locked me down. I'm not missing. We're not having a malfunction. Um, th- this, is, this is hurting them badly. And that's good. That's good for the country. And that's good for those 85,000 children. God bless them. Pray for them. We don't know where they are. We may never know what they are, but I can only imagine what they're living through. And it's all because of Joe Biden. It's got to stop. And that's what Dr. Phil is saying. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. One of my hobbies is reading romance novels from the period. I love them from the 1800s, from the 1700s, way better than history book. Nothing is quite the way the history books tell you. One of the things I discovered is what we think of as the patriarchy, repressing women, wouldn't let you have a job. Women, you know, couldn't even own property outright in this country until the early 1900s. A lot of people don't know that. It was the same in England, uh, in most cases in most states. Why was that? Patriarchy, they're evil. No. I realized when I started reading books, it started for me with North and South. It's a great, great period piece on the Industrial Revolution in England. Great romance. Love it. Women couldn't go out. Women couldn't hold jobs because they were a burden on the men in their lives. Not their fault. Not the men's fault either. Because there were no organized police departments in most cities. Not in England and not here. The rule of the jungle has been the way of humanity up until really the early 1920s when you started to see police officers uh, and police stations in in mid-sized cities, even in America. That's when women broke out. You couldn't go out without a man. If you can't go out without a man, if you can't go out not in a group for protection, what rights do you have? What what job are you going to have? What business are you going to own? You're not going to have rights as a woman. We're going to go back to the Stone Age, and that's what the Democrats are taking us to. And they're fine with it. That's what's going. Listen to this from the AP. And you tell me this isn't what they're telling us. Let's go back to Victorian England when a woman couldn't leave her home, even to go to church without the company of a man to protect her. Because there ain't no feminism if that 
if we don't have the kind of rule of law in place, there's no feminism, ladies. You're done. You're staying at home. Headline, Associated Press. The killing of a nursing student out for a run highlights the fears of solo female athletes. Not once in this story does it mention that the man who killed her was an illegal immigrant twice released by Democrats. Not one time. They write, the scariest thing about it, this is Associated Press, the scariest thing about it is it could have been me or one of my friends, is Katie Caps, who runs in the same area uh, where Larkin Riley ran. It feels like the place has been taken away from me. Yes, you're going to feel like America's been taken away from you. Your freedoms, your rights as a woman, they all rest on rule of law and Democrats are tearing it down. Riley's death. Oh, this one's going to make your blood boil. Riley's death, the jogger from Georgia, has once again put the spotlight on the dangers of illegal immigration. Ha! No, no, no. Riley's death has once again put the spotlight on the dangers female runners face. Previously, the 2018 death of University of Iowa student Molly Tibbetts while out jogging prompted an outpouring from other women who shared their tales of harassment and being followed. Who killed Molly Tibbetts? I mean, you would know the Associated Press doesn't say. I'll fill you in. It was another illegal immigrant. They don't mention that. They don't mention that. What they say, while crime statistics indicate these attacks are rare, they underscore the hypervigilance women must take going out, even for a run on campus. So let me translate. Let me, let me translate what the Democrats are seeing here, what the message is. AP has figured it out. The problem here is the dead woman exercised alone. She exercised alone. That's depressed. She shouldn't have done that. That's on her. Not when illegal immigrants are running around after Democrats let them in. That's no. You got to go out in a group, ladies. We're going back to the Victorian area. And you, good luck working. Good luck being independent. Because if you're not independent, you don't get to have equality with a man. There ain't no feminism in that world. I can't believe this sentence. Attacks like these underscore the hypervigilance women must take going out, even for a run on campus. Well, was this attack preventable? I mean, it was an illegal immigrant. Biden let him in, and then the sanctuary Democrat city in New York let him go. Was it? It's unpreventable, I think, the AP writes. What happened to her? We've let in half the world's criminals. We don't know who we've let in because we have 1.8 million getaway, gotaways. So, ladies, the days when you could run alone are over. And it's your fault if you get killed. You should have run together. Listen to this. Listen to this. Every feminist should be enraged. Running groups, this is what the Associated Press writes, running groups and women's forums have offered tips on how women can stay safer while exercising. Run during daylight hours or with a friend. Avoid headphones. Carry pepper spray or a whistle. No, get a gun. Because you're going to need it in the world the Democrats are creating. Make sure your phone is charged. Mix up running routes. Inform a friend of your whereabouts. Check in with them when you're done. Better yet, go out with friends. Oh, you mean like in Victorian England when women couldn't work and own businesses because they couldn't go out by themselves? They might be raped. By the way, in that society, women who went out alone were thought to be whores. They were looked down on. Only a very low-class woman would go out by herself. She must want to be attacked. They're recreating it. Oh, my gosh. 
But Callie Renison, a professor of criminal justice at the University of Colorado who studies violence against women, wishes there was more emphasis on teaching men not to assault women. How about more em emphasis on not letting men, who we don't know who the heck they are, into this country? Nope, nope, can't do that. She says, I just hope women can keep getting out there and running and hiking and climbing and working and living their lives as they deserve. When I lose hope on some days for us, the liberal professor says, when I lose hope on some days for us, what is the alternative? Trying to exist quietly doesn't protect us either. I know, close the border. Crazy, right? The AP then concludes the attack was unpreventable. Never mentions anywhere that both of these young women athletes exercising alone were murdered by illegal immigrants who were let into this country illegally by our government. So look, what are they saying? They're going to have free reign. They have more privilege than women who are American citizens do when they want to exercise. You better run in a group. You better take precaution or it's on you. It's your fault. It's the Democrat Party, folks. These are the people who want you to think they're feminists. That's hysterical. So the Charlotte police chief is on Fox News right now talking about growing challenges, juvenile crime. Why is it a growing challenge, according to Johnny Jenkins? Well, it's the gangs. Huh. What gangs? You know, ones where they can't really stop the kids because they can't deport them or turn them over to ICE. Oh, those gangs. Just so we're clear on what gangs we're talking about. But who is the enemy? If you turn on MSNBC, you might think it's Christians. This got sort of drowned in this rush of news. I want to play it for you because it is truly astonishing. I meant to do this in every hour today. This is Heidi Prisbo. Okay, she's an, a, a reporter. That's what they call her anyway, at Politico. And she's warning us there is a new group of people surrounding Donald Trump. Trump is surrounding himself with these extremists, she says. And they're very dangerous. This is totally new. Do you know what these people believe? They think rights, listen to this, rights don't come from government. Mm -hmm. They think rights come from God. She actually said this on MSNBC and no one corrected her. Take a listen. Okay, we're going to have audio malfunction today. We'll try it again. Let's do this. The one thing that unites all of them, because there's many different groups orbiting Trump, but the thing that unites them as Christian nationalists, not Christians, by the way, because Christian nationalists is very different, mm -hmm. is that they believe that our rights as Americans, as all human beings, don't come from any earthly authority. They don't come from Congress. They don't come from the Supreme Court. They come from God. She thinks our rights come from Congress and that this radical new group of people surrounding Trump, because these new ideas are crazy. Christian nationalists. Okay. Let's go to Google. Not exactly a right-wing source. And we put in, where did the founders believe our rights come from? What does Google tell you? You know how uh, they have those people ask sections. You ask a question, they'll give you the answer. Where do the founders believe our rights came from? Google, this morning. All of them 
believe that people have certain inalienable, inalienable and inherent rights that come from God, not government, or simply come from being human. So she's presenting this as this radical new, never-before-seen group of people who are so scared. We should be so scared of them. She's talking about the Founding Fathers. I don't even know if she knows it. I mean, if she went to an American public school, she may not have a clue. And she's warning you, these people are around Trump. They're Christian, and they think rights came from somewhere other than government. Here she is again. She's very, she's very alarmed. So what happened was he was surrounded by this more extremist element. You're going to hear words like Christian nationalism, like the new apostolic reformation. These are groups that you should get very, uh, very schooled on because they have a lot of power in Trump's circle. And the uh, They were the founding fathers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nationalists. Yes. They put America first. They put America first. Britain used it. Uh, as a way to make money. They put America first. If you are Christian and you put America first, you're a nationalist now? Well, yeah, if you believe your rights don't come from, your rights don't come from government. Do you think the people of North Korea's rights come from government? People of Russia's rights come from government. The people of China, oh, their rights come from government. No, they don't. To say this with a straight face, you can't be qualified to cover politics if you don't understand this. You may not agree with it, argue against it all day long. But to act like this is new? Again, listen to who she says. He was surrounded by this more extremist element. Extremist element. Hmm. Again, Google. What did the founding fathers believe our rights came from? All of them believe the people have certain unalienable and inherent rights that come from God, not government, or come simply from being human, if you're not Christian. If you're not Christian. Wow. So what was the purpose of government, you moron? Was to protect the natural rights we have. But it was clear, the Federalist Papers, the founding documents, that Americans were to overthrow that government if it interfered with those rights. Rights do not come from government. I think they just say this stuff. Because they've learned they can convince their sheeple of anything and they'll try it. But it's unbelievable that anyone would say something like that. Rights come from government. Whoa. Just whoa. Um, but then I guess your safety comes from government too. By the way, do you know what she's saying here? When she says rights come from government, who is government in their mind? And they're not wrong about this. Government's Democrat Party merged with the intelligence apparatus they control the cia the fbi the cdc the doj absolute total power if somebody who is on their side breaks the law they either ignore it or cover it up if they're a high-ranking person like joe biden that's what they do so to them when they say your rights come from government what are they really saying your rights come from us we control every single institution bar none except maybe the border patrol I mean, they control them. They give them orders. But the Border Patrol just trashed Joe Biden for coming down to the border. It was glorious. Uh, mocking him on X, one of the last places on earth that kind of thing is allowed. It's wonderful to behold. Uh, mocking him on X for coming to the border 
now. But folks, this is good. The fact that Joe Biden has to come to the border now means they're losing. Okay, normally he just ignored a border and pretend it's not going on. By the way, they actually finally belatedly had to, they were forced to put out a statement mourning this poor woman in Georgia. That's how bad it was. I'll tell you what they put out instead first to try to get out of it. You ever heard about drug use? They've known this for decades. You use hard drugs, say heroin, cocaine, something like that. It rewires your brain. It rewires your brain. If you're highly susceptible, you could become addicted with some drugs in one use. Others, it's a few times. Some people don't as much. But it rewires your brain. They know that for a fact. And now they know something else rewires your brain. It'll never be the same again. Literally, physically, will not be the same again after you do it. And it's not drugs. Although for some, it's a drug. It's sex. But not just any sex. No, no, no. Good sex. The kind that results in a, uh, <clears throat> yeah, one of those. For the first time, okay, don't laugh, all right? This is fascinating to me. It's the kind of stuff my husband and I discuss at home, but we normally wouldn't put on the radio. But what the heck? scientists discover how I'll just say it orgasms rewire the brain okay well like is this a theory no it's actual it caused parts of the brain to brain to grow okay what they did it's kind of funny they they took um they took male and female prairie voles and they had to get them the ones they know haven't played the piano before right so they had to raise them and they looked at their brain and their brain scans uh, before and after bonding. Now, the cool thing about a vole, it's not like most mammals. It knows its mate within half an hour of meeting the mate. So love on at first sight type deal. They meet for life within half an hour. If it's good, if it's to go, they, you know, <clears throat> get it on. And they're always together. They take risks together. They protect each other. It's a fascinating little animal. I was glued to this yesterday reading this. And you can watch these voles go through the three stages of mating, of courtship. Mating, bonding, and ongoing bond maintenance. But the change in their brains does not happen until the male... Yeah. I'll just say it has an orgasm. 60... Listen to this. Talk about baking your brain. 68 different connections are formed. So this is... The brain growing. And we know the brain does this, right? Like if you learn a new thing, a new language, you can, I mean, they've studied this. They study this. You can see a certain part of the brain will, brain will grow new connections, which is really cool. You can make your brain physically grow by what you do. What this means is after you have sex, and not just any sex, the kind that causes, you know, happiness at the end, your brain will never be the same again. It changes who you are as a person. Now, here's what's weird, okay? Is there a wonder this reading this? Can they tell if the females are... Um, <clears throat> no, they cannot. They don't know if the woman... Yeah, okay. But they know that the male volt did, right? But the connections grow in the same place in the brain as the wo- in, in the woman's brain, in the female's brain, and the male's brain, if the male has an orgasm. And the connections 
are not in areas they thought. In other words, areas related to sex. Fascinating. They're in areas what? Related to bonding. And you know what causes the changes? Before they, this, I think this is revolutionary. Before they thought it was like testosterone, estrogen, right, being released. It, it wasn't. It was oxytocin. If you've ever breastfed, ladies, you know what ox, an oxytocin is, hit is. It feels like a drug hit. Your body will release that as you're breastfeeding the baby. Um, and it does. You, you get to breastfeed like a year, year and a half like I did, and you'll get that oxytocin hit. It is a high. It is like a street drug. It is a, it's a beautiful feeling. Sometimes it'll knock you out too. It made me tired. Um, but it's a, it's, it's, it's a high. It happens during sex. It rewires the brain. So here's what's cool. If you feel spiritually that you've been with a person, you know, who changed your life, that you were with them, you had that life-changing experience, that's not your imagination. They think for the first time. That is it. You can physically see it in the brain. In other words, listen, listen to this. It continued to grow. In other words, the more the male of the bull species, I'll just say orgasmed. I know the kids are in school. The more profound their partner and their brain rewiring was. And again, this isn't theoretical. This isn't electrical pulses. This is actual growth in 68 parts of the brain. They could not tell when or whether the female, you know, so... But if he did, then hers grew too. So that's what they know. They're going to have to try to figure it out some other way. The study used prairie voles, a type of rodent species that's become an unlikely scientific window into how the brain handles sex and love. So it's like a drug. You'll never be the same after. And you know what's really cool about that? They can go and look at a prairie vole's brain, having done this, and tell if it's had, had good sex or not. Got to wonder what the equivalent is for humans, right? I think it's just cool in general. The things in life that mean the most to us mark us. They change us physically. It's not just in your soul. It's not just in your spirit. It's you are marked. Do with that what you want. If you want to read the article, share it with your uh, significant other. It's called Scientists Discover How Orgasms Rewire the Brain and Lead to Lasting Connections Between Partners. It's in the UK Daily Mail. I loved every minute of it. I think it's fascinating. I bet other things rewire the brain too. We just don't know what they are yet. I mean, besides drugs. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 